Fantasy Advantage Podcast. Yeah, that's right. I'm Greg Ambrosius along with Tom Kessenick and Derek Butcher. That's right. We're all about the money, money, money. You know it. You've listened to the High Stakes Fantasy Advantage on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio for what? The last five and a half years. Tom, we've been on for five and a half years. I know. Can you it feels, it? yeah. Man. I, I, sometimes I feel every second of those five <laughs> and a half years. You know what? Now our podcast is going to come to you regularly because we're going to highlight the pay-to-play fantasy sports industry. You guys know it. This thing is exploding right now. It's growing and growing. And this podcast is going to give you what? We're going to give you the latest draft results from the NFBC, NFFC, NFBKC. We're going to give you the latest average draft position list. We're going to give you injury reports interviews we can't do that once a week we got to do that more regularly and we're going to do that right here on the podcast and best of all tom we're unfiltered you can swear god damn right we are man <laughs> i've been waiting to work blue for five and a half years did baby. you have to do it right away come on Fucking man right i am damn. Oh, it's You're all blowing tom <laughs> He's free. I've been doing radio shows for like 10, 15 years. I've always been good. Fuck that. It's over. We're going going all blue, baby. All right. Let's introduce Derek because a lot of people know me and you, Tom, but they don't know Derek. Derek, welcome to the show. We don't even know how to pronounce your last name. Yeah, uh, technically it's Butcher. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, Bouchard. Well, you know, growing up playing hockey in Canada. Northern Minnesota, wherever you end up, it, it worked. You know, anything like Bucker, Bouchard, Boucher, it all works. Uh, technically, it's Butcher, but I, I'll take all four. We think you should just have one name. Yeah, Bouchard. Forget the Derek part, it's just Bouchard. Well, you know, being from Minnesota, it's like Prince, right? Yeah. Uh, we'll go, do you want to use Boucher or Bouchard? Ah, uh, Boucher is nice. I like Boucher. What do you think, Tom? I, I was going to go Bouchard, so we're going to need a tiebreaker here. <laughs> I actually like Boucher. It's more All right, more all, right. So. all right, Boucher it is. Let's go with it then. We're going to talk right now a little bit about the ADPs. Tom and I have been talking on our show that uh, the draft really starts at 10. We're seeing the top nine guys going in a lot of NFFC drafts, but it kind of starts at 10 where Melvin Gordon could go, Jordy could go, Devonta Freeman could go. But, Tom, we did see some results last night where somebody did crack into the top 10, right? Yeah, it's the, it's the preseason impact of uh, big plays. We see Devonta Freeman catch a touchdown pass last night for the Falcons. I'm watching one of our Rotowire Online Championship drafts, and seconds after the touchdown, Devonta Freeman goes seventh overall. So, yep. and then I think he went eighth. I was right watching there. the second one, yep, and he went eighth overall. So yeah. I think we're seeing, and we're going to see this. We're going to see guys do really well in the preseason, and, and they're going to rise up. Now, Devonta Freeman's a really good player, anyway. Yeah. But this could be the start of something. Yeah, his ADP is 12, but if he moves up into the top 10, that means like A.J. Green falls oh, in the top God. 10. You guys like that, right? I would take that all day. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. A.J. Green is value this year. Yeah. Any day of the week and twice on Sunday if I get A.J. Green yep. after 9. <laughs> I like it. All right, so we're saying one preseason game, one touchdown moves our ADP. So yep. let's talk about some other guys that have moved after just one preseason game. Derek, you're from Minnesota. We saw Dalvin Cook last night. Tom and I have been saying for a long time, he's been moving on up. His ADP is 48, 49, and last night we saw him go 36 and 40, right? 
Yeah, we did. Uh, you know, the, the offensive line is still going to be a question, and it certainly did not get answered last night yeah. as a Vikings fan. That's uh, that's what we're worried about. But boy, oh boy, Delvin Cook is going to be special. I mean, last you could just see, you can see it. It reminds me of Adrian coming in 2007. Now, they're not the same player, but the, the usage and stuff, it, it's going to be there. I mean, what was he, 4 for 30 last night in the passing game? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, and that, that's how you offset a bad offensive line right? with a running back. Get him the ball mm-hmm. in space. You don't have to, I mean, it doesn't have to be downfield, little dump-offs. That's why, you know, the Todd Gurley thing frustrates the hell out of me with the Rams because they don't do it right. But we saw signs last night with Cook that the Vikings are going to use him in the passing game. So even if the line stinks like it did last year, he can still be very, very valuable if he's catching four, five, six balls a game. Oh, well, absolutely. He's going behind Ty Montgomery in a lot of our drafts. Ty Montgomery put the ball on the ground yesterday, his second carry. Uh, what do you think? Would you take Montgomery or Cook right now? I'm I'm even at I'm trying not to be a homer pick yeah. here, but I think Delvin Cook. I just think that in the long run, Delvin Cook's one of these guys that could be you know a, a trendsetter. Yeah, transcend being able to transcend an offensive line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think I would too. Greg and I both wanted the Packers to take him. Yeah, at the end of the first round this year, we both just thought, you know what, that guy's talent's too good to pass on, and they did, of course, pass. So I I, I do like Ty Montgomery. I'm not worried about the fumble yet, and it doesn't look like it's a chronic thing. But Delvin Cook could be locked into a lot of touches this year, and we know the Packers primarily are a pass-first team. So Cook over Montgomery. Another guy who looked good in the first game was Kelvin Benjamin, athletic touchdown reception. His ADP is 59. What do you think of him? Too low at this point, I think. I, I like Calvin Benjamin. We saw what he did as a rookie, you know, and then he missed a year, came back last year. Last year, I think, is kind of a, not a free pass, but Cam was injured and stuff, and 59 is just too low for Calvin Benjamin. Yeah, year. and we've seen some reaction to that great touchdown catch already. And again, like Greg said with Devonta Freeman, we're going to see this throughout the preseason. He went 44th in one of the drafts I watched last night. His yeah. ADP's typically been around 58, 59. So we see it in some. We're not seeing it consistently yet. But I do think one more game like you know he had the other night, and it's going to rise up significantly. Let's talk about the rookie quarterbacks. We saw Deshaun Watson on Wednesday night. Tom and I talked about him. I think he's a clear better quarterback there in Houston. Uh, we saw Mitchell Trubisky on Thursday night, Deshaun Kaiser. Let's talk about the Denver QBs. Quick hitters here. What do you think of those guys? Personally, I don't like either one of them. I'm yeah. staying away. But somebody is going to have to win that job. Tom and I have kind of gone back and forth on Twitter. I think Lynch takes it eventually. But the way he looked last night, I'm not so sure now. He looks terrible. He just yeah. doesn't look like he's ready to play in the NFL. And Trevor Simeon's not that good. But he at least looks like he's ready to play in the NFL. I think Simeon wins the job. All right, so Trubisky, he looked good. They don't want to rush him into it. But, I mean, this is going to be a bad year for the Bears. What do you think? You think you'll see some play? He's not being drafted in the NFFC. I mean, he's like the 36th quarterback right now. Any chance that he has any relevance whatsoever? I definitely think he has relevance during the year. I mean, Mike Glennon's Mike Glennon. We know who yep. he is. I mean, they didn't draft Trubisky second overall to not use him. Yeah, I think the worst possible thing happened to the Texans and the Bears. Their veteran starters, stopgap guys, both look like crap. And the youngsters came in and looked great. Now, for the Texans, they're a Super Bowl team. they got to get Watson out there. Yeah. The Bears want to ease Trubisky into it, but they're going to be awful. So you get to October with an 0-4 record, you're going to have to play the kid. All right, the Browns are always irrelevant, but Deshaun Kaiser, can he do anything there? Do you think he would end up being the starter? And does it matter? I, I, I think it matters. <laughs> I, I think they're, they're, they're in big trouble there. I do yeah. like the running backs. That's really all I look at in Cleveland, the two running backs. Yeah. All right, I was in Lambeau Field on Thursday night. 
I like Jamal Williams as the backup running back. I mean, someone's got to be the backup to Montgomery. There's no guarantee he's going to stay healthy. I thought he looked pretty good. I think he's the clear-cut backup there. So at the very least of a handcuff, or maybe he's got upside. What do you think, Tom? Uh, Upside if if Montgomery gets hurt, but I'm not sure a lot of upside if Montgomery is healthy. I think the best hope you can have for for Williams would be to become the goal line guy, right? which could happen. He's a big, strong, straight-ahead, powerful runner. That could happen. I think it could happen, too. I think he's got a chance here. But like I said, I think uh, Rodgers is throwing every time when they're inside the red zone. Uh, on the one-yard line, he's throwing the ball. That's the old Farm effect, the one-yard touchdown yeah. pass from Green Bay quarterback. Well, yeah. and, they got, and now they got two big tight ends to use as well. Absolutely. You know, so you got, uh, Bennett I'm glad Penn's. you recognize that Favre is a Green Bay quarterback <laughs> there. Forget that purple stuff at the end of his career. All right. Man, I also saw Jordan Matthews. He looked pretty good. They were targeting him an awful lot, ADP of 99. What do you think there? He's their, to me, he's their second-best wide receiver. I why mean, why they showcase him? I, I, I don't know what's going on there. I don't know what to believe. But if Nelson Aguilar doesn't show something in the preseason, then all this camp stuff means nothing. Correct. And, I, and Nelson Aguilar, I, I don't know what to think on him. Yeah. Didn't impress last season. No. Nothing there. Nothing there. No. All right. Let's talk about our untouchables at ADP. Guys that were not touching at all. Derek, you go first. Uh, Lamar Miller in the third round anywhere. Just, I, I run from that. I, I just don't like... I don't think Lamar Miller is all that good. I mean, the Dolphins gave up on him once. Yeah. Uh, you know, they brought in Deontay Foreman, and it, there's just something about Lamar Miller. I just don't see him as a typical bell cow back that can take the ball 20 times a game and, and win you fantasy games. No, I, I don't like him either. I'm going to go Sammy Watkins, and here's the tricky thing. Sammy Watkins looked really good in the preseason debut, but that's not the question with Sammy Watkins. Never is. Nobody questions his talent. It's all about being able to stay healthy. I don't trust him to stay healthy, so with an ADP of 32 in the NFFC, Oh, not, not for me. Yeah, Jay Ajayi is for me. That's just too high. He's going 14th. We've seen him go in the first round before. I know he had a couple bust-out games. I know they have a lot of chances to put him in the passing game, get him more involved. No. I, I'll believe it when I see it. So I'm staying away from Jay Ajayi at 14. I, I'm not diving in that early. I'm really not. So Third round it. running back. That's where he should be going. All right, that's our untouchables. Our next time you listen to us, we're going to have our bold predictions, and I promise you they are going to be bold. Tom might even swear. Goddamn right I'm going to swear. <laughs> We've unleashed Tom. So there you go. The debut high stakes fantasy advantage. Listen to us here on our podcast.